Welcome to Figures in the Dark, the podcast where we tell stories of all things murderous, paranormal, and terrifying that go on in the dark. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm, I'm Tori. I'm Taylor Shedd. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's been a fucking week. Yes. Um, uh, I'm single. Life is different now. Life is very different now. Yes. Um, so, you know, no hate to any parties involved. <clears throat> I guess. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I am just learning how to live life as a new single person, so that's fun. Um, don't really know where to go from that, but I know I talked about him a lot on That Was My Cat. I know I talked about him, I talked about him a lot on the pod, so I just want to, you know, let everyone know, um, yeah. because you're not going to hear about him because he doesn't deserve to be on the pod. So, no. so here we are. Things are going to be different. Yeah, things uh, are going to be a little different, and that's kind of yeah. part of the reason why um stuff well we had a pre-loaded episode last yes. week or this week but then last week we weren't we didn't post till thursday i was having some issues mm-hmm. in my relationship before we broke up or before he broke up with me mm-hmm. to be very clear um so yeah i apologize for the late posting um i also did not realize i had edited the susan powell one to to completion yeah and it was slated to be posted i was just waiting on a, a description from you and you had done it yes. the day i asked you yep and i had forgotten Oops. to go back in and repost it oh, well. so it was it was done like and i was like oh fuck i have to edit the podcast and i was like trying to edit the yeah. judy malinowski case and turns out i just needed to fucking literally just copy post. and paste the description and post the susan powell case that's okay like, eh, okay so um sure i also happens. um got a new tattoo Woo. his name is walter he's a little worm he's mm-hmm. very cute um I don't really know what else there yeah. is. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm living. Yeah. I have no real life updates. I'm just existing. I feel like it's been a hot minute since we recorded. Yeah. It's been quite a while. So we're out of our routine a little bit. And the case that I'm bringing you guys today, very upsetting, very recent. So it's going to be quite short. Okay. Um, I don't have a lot of updates at this moment, but I do wanted to talk about, I did want to talk about this case because I am seeing more and more of this. And mm-hmm. this is kind of like. A crime trend that I do want to discuss because I feel mm. like it's happening more often than people are willing mm. to think about. Yeah, and I feel like that's, that's whenever crime happens yeah. more often than what people are willing to think about. People are always like, uh, da, 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 mm-hmm. da, like we don't, you need to, we need to yeah. talk about it. You know what I mean? We absolutely do. So today I'm going to basically tell you about the gigantic human piece of shit that is Hannah Landon. Okay. So on the morning of April 26th, 2023, Michael Fontenelle woke up thinking that him and his family would get up as they normally did for each day in their Louisiana home. But by 730 that morning, he was panicking and had reported to police that his six-year-old daughter, Bella, and his 43-year-old girlfriend, Hannah Landon, were both missing. He searched everywhere and called repeatedly, but he had no clue where his girlfriend or his daughter could be. Pause. Is the daughter the girlfriend's or no? No. Oh, no. Nope. This is his daughter from a previous relationship. Lovely. So by 8.20 that morning, police had gone to the daughter's mother's home, which was only Mm. just two blocks away, as they were hoping that perhaps Bella's mother would be able to help or Mm -hmm. perhaps that her daughter was with her, like, I don't know. They, they were doing anything to try I to mean, say, like, well, maybe the yeah. mom picked her up without anybody well, knowing and or, especially, or whatever else. Especially if, like, this mm-hmm. girlfriend, you know, is also missing. Like, mm-hmm. my immediate first thought is, like, oh, shit. It's a woman who's – that is not her child. Mm-hmm. And they're both missing. Like, that's a red fucking flag. Yeah. Well, of course, like, he had been dating Hannah for several years, mm. wanted to trust her, and mm-hmm. also, like, 
loves his kid and nobody wants to think anything bad has no, happened to their kid. Not. So he is panicking. But when police arrived at the mother's home, they found a chlorine bucket that the mother said she did not know where it had came from. Literally just outside her house, there was this giant chlorine bucket that she no, had no idea. I don't, I don't like where so this they, is going. No, you shouldn't. So they asked her back inside, and when police opened the 10-pound bucket inside the body, or they found the body of little Bella Fontenelle. Jesus. How old was she again? Six. Jesus so her cause of death had been determined to be manual strangulation and blunt force trauma injuries to the head. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Yep. So police quickly canvassed the neighborhood and went door to door asking if anyone had any had seen anything unusual. So one neighbor had said they hadn't but offered to have police go through their security camera footage. And when police viewed the footage, what they found in the wee hours of the morning was that they saw Hannah Landon wheeling the chlorine bucket in a wagon all the way to Bella's mother's home and leaving the gruesome disposal method on her front lawn. First of all, what a fucking asshole. Like, you, like, Mm -hmm. literally are hand-delivering her dead child to her. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what this fucking asshole did. Oh my! Killed her child God. and literally put the body on her doorstep. Basically, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So police quickly arrested Hannah by late that afternoon. They had detained her after she had been released from the hospital. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that at one a.m. that morning, Hannah had brought herself to the police station, and police have not released why or what she was doing there. But they had sent her to the hospital for a psych evaluation. Mm. So basically, she did this, dropped off the body came to the police department herself more than likely if they asked they had they won't say why she was there she didn't report herself probably she mm-hmm. probably was acting insane and they were like mm-hmm. you're going to the psych hospital or like she was you're acting insane an and was like there's a dead baby there's a dead baby there's a dead kid yep. dead kid and they're like uh psyche valve psyche valve yeah yep so she probably did something that made them think this yeah. is a person who needs a psyche valve and instead of talking to her mm-hmm. figuring out what she was talking about which is she just committed a murder and then hand delivered the body to mm. this baby's mother. But nope, that they were just like, Yeah, you're acting pretty wild. Psyche Bell. Jesus. So when they brought her to the station to talk about Bella's murder, she refused to co- refused to cooperate with police and would not sit for an interview. So she has currently been charged with first degree murder and obstruction of justice. Mm-hmm. So she is currently being held without bail and they have not released a decision as of yet. But there is a possibility that the DA may pursue the death penalty. Good. She should. Yep. Fuck this person. Just absolutely mm-hmm. fuck her. So there are not many details that have been released currently about the motives or reasoning on Landon's part. But autopsy results have revealed that Bella had suffered multiple injuries. So they believe that she was killed late in the night on April 25th, uh, 2023. And then after this is when Hannah brought her remains Jesus. to her mother's house. So police have not ha, or have stated that they do not believe that either of Bella's parents were involved in the murder whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So they believe that what had happened was that Bella's father went to bed mm-hmm. thinking everything was fine. And this horrible person chose to do this in the middle of the night when he was asleep oh my fucking god i keep like i feel like like i I, this is like reminding me back to like the sylvia lakens case i was Mm -hmm. like oh my god what the fuck but like oh my god what the actual fuck yeah who does shit like this oh my god there's nothing a six-year-old could ever do no to deserve anybody getting angry or upset with them 
to, enough to do that and even in, like, to do anything to them literally there's nothing this child could have done to even warrant being yelled at in the middle of the night they're six no and also like mm-hmm. and you're not the parent and bringing them in a fucking chlorine bucket mm-hmm. to their fucking mother's house yep hello mm-hmm. just wheeled her right on oh back my to her god mom. that's so fucked up so the only thing that's uh, somewhat may point to why this absolute fucking monster decided to do what she did is that it has been confirmed that Landa and Bella, uh, Landon and Bella's dad have dated for several years, but some court documents show that perhaps Landon and Bella's mother did not get along. Mm. So there are document court documents from 2021 where Landon was named as a suspect in a country club incident that involved Bella's aunt receiving face and hand injuries. Ooh. So according to her aunt, she claims that she was attending a swim meet when Landon attacked her. Mm-hmm. When police arrived, they did find that the aunt the aunt had visible scratches on her left hand and under her left eye, mm-hmm. and Landon was cited for simple assault. Mm-hmm. But due to the aunt choosing not to have her injuries evaluated and no witnesses at the event mm-hmm. corroborating the events that she said took place, the case was mostly dropped. Mm-hmm. However, nearly a month after this, Landon attempted to get an order of protection against Bella's mother and aunt, citing that they had attacked her, that they attacked her at the swim meet, Mm. and that her mother in particular had made several threats of harm, and that she said she had fear of injury. However, the order was later dissolved. I mean, yeah, because they didn't fucking hurt you, you stupid fucking bitch. Exactly. And also, like, this is so fucked up to me to be like, I attacked someone else, and mm. then I'm going to go to the courthouse and be like, I need an order of protection. They attacked me. We literally talked about that in the fucking mm-hmm. Judy Malinowski yeah, episode. Absolutely. Abusers fucking do that shit. They'll go yes. and be like, oh, well, like they they hit me. Mm-hmm. But what they tend to leave out is the fact that they punched them in the face. Like, the, like mm-hmm. I punched somebody. Okay, well, why did I punch them? Because they were strangling me. Yep. Like, like you tend to leave out that me. important fucking information, exactly. you dickbag. Yeah. I'm was- mad. This is very upsetting. (laughs) So the family is reasonably devastated by what happened. And Bella's aunt, Bianca, has been quoted as saying, "Um, this is a senseless and heinous heinous act and forever destroyed my family. Mm -hmm. No words can describe the pain that is running through our bodies. It is truly inhumane. Yeah, 100%. I completely fucking agree. don't disagree at all. This is absolutely something that should have never happened. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, like, when I first saw this case, it was... Going around TikTok, people on TikTok were saying it is untrue. Police have confirmed that this is untrue, but they were saying that Bella had been decapitated. Oh, she Jesus. had not been, but that was the rumor that was going around TikTok. I, the fact, like, and, that's, and that's why like, yeah. true crime, especially in social media, is so like ostracized and demonized because shit like that like don't go out there and say things about a case unless you have tangible Mm -hmm. proof no i'm not gonna lie and say that you know i haven't been like oh i thought i heard x y and z but that's in my personal fucking life i don't go out there as a content creator and like as someone who has a podcast Mm -hmm. and be like hey x y and z happened and if there's something that i'm not sure about and i saw in like a article that i'm not sure if it's reputable i let you guys fucking know Like, you don't just say that shit and be like, oh, she was decapitated. Because that in and of itself, that right there is is sensationalizing tr- yes. the tr- the murder. That is yes. making it fucking worse. And I'm not saying yeah. that, you know, us having a true crime podcast or, you know, others talking about true crime, like, online or, you know, like, doing their makeup and mm-hmm. doing true crime. Yeah. Like, not saying that that's not sensationalizing crime, because it is. Yes. But 
we also try to tell the facts as they yes. are. And because it is more upsetting to the family when you start saying these horrible yes. things. And that what if it didn't come from police and or police hadn't mm-hmm. have told them and they hear this online first mm-hmm. or for this case that it's not true. So then this poor family has to hear everybody spouting horrific details, making the mother think that this is something that could have happened, mm-hmm. but it did not happen. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So given that this is such a recent case, we will have to update you later mm-hmm. with more information with trial dates and outcomes um, at a later time. But I did, I didn't want to not talk about this be- case because Not only is it horrific, as well as I wanted to talk about this type of crime in particular, as I feel like we are starting to see a real trend and even rise in this, like, specific subsect Mm -hmm. of murder. So although step-parents killing or harming their stepchildren is not a new phenomenon and has been a fear that has been written about for centuries and even Mm -hmm. exists in our most prominent historic fairy tales, Mm -hmm. it is something that still needs to be looked into deeper. Mm Mm-hmm. So one expert, after years of seeing this abhorrent type of murder, has developed a name for this particular kind of murder. Mm -hmm. So Martin Daly has named this the Cinderella effect Mm. and has proposed a theory that in or he proposed a theory in the 1970s that perhaps the reason why step parents kill their children is because humans are not biologically programmed to raise others' children. Mm. Personally, on that part, I disagree. But as someone who knows that in terms of the lethality assessment, not only mm. are children that are not the abuser's kids more likely to be harmed by an abuser, but also that the situation can be even deadlier for the partner as well. Agreed. Yep. So studies into the Cinderella effect have shown that possibly uh, the possibility of this type of abuse and murder can be worsened by the presence of the perpetrator having substance use disorder problems mm-hmm. or even economic issues occurring in the home. Which which even in general, like economic yeah. issues are a huge stressor. And uh-huh. how many times have we seen that in different cases where that's the kind of the straw that broke the fucking camel's back? Absolutely. Like. I don't think it's a coincidence that our country has the biggest income inequality gap mm-hmm. and has highest crime rates. I agree. No, 100%. 100%. Like countries that have really low wage inequality mm-hmm. and have like really good base incomes mm-hmm. don't have very high crime rates. Agreed. Completely agreed. Yep. So when studying the murders in Australia a few year- a few years back, they found that 900 deaths fit into this archetype oh my god yep so in the united states they have studied over twenty thousand child abuse cases and found that children under the age of three years old who live with one biological parent and one step parent were seven times more likely to be the victims of child abuse and that the number increased if the children was the child was a male jesus you know what this reminds me of and i don't want to say that the, I don't I'm 95 yeah. percent sure it was a mom and then a step parent or like a mm-hmm. step whatever the Gabriel Fernandez case yes it was that yeah. literally is the he yeah. his mom was shitty yes and she also abused him and I'm not giving her any type of excuse excuse but yeah Arturo whatever his fucking name was he was the main yeah. reason that Gabriel began getting abused I believe that to some degree, but I also think she never wanted him to begin with. Oh, and I that agree. It was That's why it was easy go- for yeah. her. I think if she was always going to abuse him in some way or allow someone to abuse him because she, he was being raised happily by other people mm-hmm. and it was her parents who forced her to mm-hmm. take him back. Yeah. That it wasn't her own choice. She never yeah. wanted him back. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that, but, that, 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 that makes yes. complete sense. So, but they're basically saying here that yes, the presence of having a step parent in their house 
being under the age of three years old Which increases this child's likelihood of abuse to happen to them. Oh, and insane. it's increased farther if they're a male child. Mm-hmm. I, Jesus. It's so fucking upsetting to me. So they found in these situations, children were 40 times more likely to be physically abused and 100 times more likely to die from that physical abuse. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So fucked up, dude. So upsetting. So there are far too many murders like this one to count that should never have occurred, but there are several famous cases of children being murdered by their step-parents that fit well into the Cinderella effects purview. Mm -hmm. So a few being the murder of nine-year-old Charlize Mutton, who was murdered in Australia in January of 2022 by her mother's boyfriend, Justin Stein. So normally she lived with her grandmother, but was visiting her mother when her mom got sick and was checked into the hospital. Mm. Stein then killed her and when he was left to care for her on his own during her mother's absence her body was also discovered in a barrel Jesus so literally this poor little girl didn't even live with them normally her mom got sick and was in the hospital and the boyfriend took it upon himself to kill her jesus fucking christ dude so another recent case of this was the murder of 17 week old caleb bayless clark (sighs) who was shaken to death by his mother's boyfriend uh 26 year old jesse venasha I don't know how to pronounce that correctly. That doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. He's a shit dick. So in 2019, and this absolute prick, like just in jail for two years and then was shot down when he tried to appeal his eight and a half year conviction by claiming that shaken baby syndrome is pseudoscience and that perhaps Caleb's death was caused by a medical condition. Sorry, pseudoscience? Last time I checked, when you take a fucking baby and shake that motherfucker like a rattle, Mm -hmm. hate to be funny about it, but it's true. Uh, uh, have you heard of a fucking concussion yes so there is there have been studies that particularly in mothers who are usually young poor mothers Mm -hmm. that have children die of like SIDS or things like Mm -hmm. that or like certain medical conditions that are really difficult to prove some have been wrongful there have been a number of women who have been wrongfully convicted and put Mm -hmm. in jail for shaken baby syndrome when Mm -hmm. their children had died from medical Mm -hmm. conditions however why is it that this baby somehow magically died when it was left alone with Mm -hmm. you and sustained other injuries and was completely fine with the people he the child was living with before exactly like hello fuck that and one case that I may end up covering later, but um, since I heard it, it was, or ever since I heard it, it has stuck with me, has been the case of Jacob Landon. Mm-hmm. So Jacob was only nine months old in April of 1987 in New Mexico, when after only being left in the care of his mother's boyfriend for one hour, Jacob was rushed to the hospital and was later pronounced dead. Jacob's cause of death was a subdural hematoma. But in his autopsy, they found evidence of an older, partially healed hematoma, along with a partially healed skull fracture and a healing fracture of the fifth rib that they estimated each to be about three, three to four weeks old. Jesus. So the man that did this has never been charged, even though during an initial investigation, he confessed not only to doctors, but to police. So Eric Carter Landon, Jacob's older brother, who was six when Jacob was murdered, was murdered has never stopped trying to get justice for his little brother and talks about what happened to him um to and to them growing up and the crimes like this that are occurring to children in hopes of 
helping them get justice on his podcast, True Quons- True Consequences, mm-hmm. which I we will link in the episode's mm-hmm. description. Mm-hmm. So that Jesus case, fucking I Christ. Very dude. much want to cover at some point. Jacob himself and his mother have been on several episodes talking mm-hmm. about what they experienced. Um, because not only did he tells the story in a very a very upsetting progression mm-hmm. that literally like their mom started dating this man. Mm-hmm. He was six years old and his brother it was an infant. The infant brother kept having injuries, kept uh, basically mm-hmm. like his personality started changing and would scream his head off the second this man would try to hold him mm-hmm. any of these things. This grown man kept trying to blame it on six-year-old Jacob, Jeez. saying that Jacob was hurting the baby and all of that whenever these injuries kept mm-hmm. happening. And although the mother didn't fully believe it, wanted to keep the younger baby safe, so sent Jacob away to live with his dad for a period of time. The injuries still kept happening, even when mm-hmm. Jacob wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So then she had decided that she would never leave the baby alone mm-hmm. with um, the guy. Her, or Eric, sorry. Yeah. Eric was the one who was sent away. Mm-hmm. So Jacob, the poor baby, he still was having injuries happen to mm-hmm. him when being left alone with this person. So mm-hmm. the mother decided he would never be allowed to be left yeah. alone. The mom was supposed to be, the grandmother was supposed to be watching Jacob, mm-hmm. but wanted to go to church and she was supposed to be home within an hour. So let mm-hmm. this man watch the baby and in one hour managed to kill her son. Jesus fucking She Christ. left him for a period of time. He managed because he was very abusive to Mm. her managed to reel her back in (gasps) she and eric then lived with him for several years after this where he would physically attack her constantly oh my god poor would lock eric in his room for nearly like the entire day at a time he would have to literally knock on the door and ask to go to the bathroom jesus fucking christ he later ended up sexually abusing Eric, as well as his cousin. And I knew that was going to fucking happen. Yep, and the only reason that any of this stopped was because one day he, very sorry, this is very graphic, was strangling his mother with a wire hanger. And oh Jacob God. escaped from his room and started throwing rocks at their window to get him to stop and start chasing him and managed to have him chase him all the way to a neighbor's house where they were finally able to then call police. Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. So this... This murderer, this oh awful person, God, had dude. gotten away with it this entire time. Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. And that this is stuff that does happen and is absolutely a part of this oh horrific type of crime. That there are people, and step-parents in particular, that are harming some of their stepchildren, specifically scapegoating them and harming them, which is why... I always urge, I'm not saying that there isn't good step-parents, because there is. I've mm-hmm. met several people who literally their step-parents are, are, are their parents. Yeah. Yeah, because it's who chooses you mm-hmm. and who chooses to be your parent. But please, 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 if your child is showing signs that things are not safe, mm-hmm. if this person is trying to harm you in any kind of way, mm-hmm. that you see that this person is harming your children, keep this fucking person away from mm-hmm. your children. Agreed. You have every legal right to get your child away from someone who is not legally their parent. Mm-hmm. I completely fucking agree. That's so fucked Horrible. up. So it makes me so sad. Like yeah. I I've talked before about like the lethality assessment mm-hmm. and like how there's always a question or two that always like sticks with people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Also, sorry. sorry guys, if you heard screaming, Powders, that's the second time she's fucking screamed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At a bird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, like that question is always one of the ones that sticks with me. The yeah. like, do you have a kid who's not yours? Because I have seen so many times where abusers either abuse the kid as well. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times it happens more often than I hear about because they know I'm mandated reporter and they know yeah. I'll have to make a report about it. Yeah. Um, but they also abuse the child or even just neglect the child. Mm-hmm. I mean, pure fucking example. Look at um Mary Elizabeth Bailey. Yeah. It was that was her stepdad. Yep. And even though she killed, she ended up she ended up doing what she had to do to kill him. Like she he abused everybody, but he specifically never called her by her name. Yep. Because she was a stepchild. Yep. I've had clients literally tell me that their abuser would straight up say, like, I'm not taking care of your kid because that's not my fucking kid. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. Or, like, I don't give a fuck about some other man's kid. Be like, Mm -hmm. it's still, like, although these are abusers, so there's no No logic logic, there. And they're horrible, hurtful people. But, like, if you claim to love someone, you also love their kid. Because that's that's part of them. Mm -hmm. That's their baby Mm -hmm. if you love someone you love their baby it's the same like it's not exactly the same thing but if someone like came to me and said that they didn't like my fucking cat Mm -hmm. like well then you don't like me like you don't need to be around me exactly like i literally like yeah my first thought like you know trying to eventually go back into the dating dating world is like you got to be cool with my cat yeah because i'm not fucking with someone who doesn't fuck with my cat exactly well like if you have a pet a child any of these things and they this is something Obviously, this is someone or something that is very important to you mm-hmm. that should be respected by someone who claims to love you. Yeah, I agree. And I think in this particular case, not only do I think in Bella's case in particular that Hannah Landon is a piece of fucking garbage who not only no longer wanted a child that was not hers around, mm-hmm. but also I think for her case in general, in particular, she wanted to get back at mm-hmm. the mother of this child. Yep. She yep. didn't just want to harm and get rid of a child that was burdensome or annoying to mm-hmm. her. She wanted to harm an adult woman in the worst possible way mm-hmm. because she didn't like this other adult woman. Like, Which is, what fucking crazy asshole does shit like that? Like, you don't have to like your partner's exes. And especially if your partner has children with someone else. And you don't have to like the other parent of mm-hmm. those children. No, you don't have That's to. That's fine. But you do have to be civil and you do need to step the fuck out of the way because you're Mm -hmm. only the step parent. You're not the fucking parent. Unless that biological parent is somehow abusive to this child, it's not your fucking business and you need to stay out of the fucking way. (laughs) I agree. I completely fucking agree. Jesus Christ. That's so fucking shitty. Well. Yes. Such an upsetting case. Ew. Hated that. Yep. Uh, Fuck Hannah Landon. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck that bitch. Yep. I hope she does get every possible worst sentence or something. she can kick rocks with sandals on. Yep. And thumbtacks underneath her toenails. Absolutely. I hope that the, all of the fucking swamp creatures in Louisiana mm. come up and bite her straight in the ass. I agree. But, I completely agree. Fuck this well, person. Well, um, if you want to keep up with this, this was a very, like, a mini a mini episode, which, yes. you know, we'll have our have our normal episodes back eventually once, <laughs> you know. We, I think our next one's probably going to be a little bit of a longer one. Yeah. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram at figures in the dark you can follow us on twitter at figures in the dark but dark spelled drk you can like us on facebook send us a message uh share our page at figures in the dark you can send us an email with your case suggestions spooky stories pictures of your cats or mental health check-ins at 
figuresinthedarkpodcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us on all major streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. Nice. Yes. And thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. And as always, beware the figures in the dark. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.